Welcome, Wildcats, to another edition of Weber State Weekly, part of the Big Sky Podcast Network. I'm your fearless host, AC, and today we've got a very special guest joining us, junior softball star Chloe Camarero, who's going to be here talking about her path to Ogden, Utah, and Weber State University. And she's also going to be talking about the softball program's five peat of Big Sky Conference Championships. Lots to go over with Chloe Camarero. But first, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, WildcatRack.com. Check them out, WildcatRack.com, where you can get all of your unique, one-of-a-kind, officially licensed Weber State gear. It's locally owned and operated by people who live and work in Weber County and love the purple and white just as much as you and I. WildcatRack.com. Go get your Weber State gear. Also want to remind you to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us there at Weber State Weekly. We're very active on Twitter, and that's the best place to interact with the Weber State Weekly team, especially on game days. You can also send us an email, info at WeberStateWeekly.com. If you have any feedback for us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any segment ideas, we'd also love to hear from you, and we'll do our best to incorporate those into our shows. Also want to remind you that we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com, check out Weber State Weekly. And if you love and support the work that we do here at weberstateweekly.com, you can go to patreon.com and check that out a little bit further. All right. And we're joined now by softball superstar, Chloe Camarero. Chloe, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. So Chloe's uh, obviously a massive part of the softball team that just won another conference championship and what's becoming an annual tradition at Weber State softball. Chloe, I mean, you're originally from La Mesa, which is down by the San Diego area. So how, I mean, how did you end up hearing about Ogden, Utah and Weber State? What is it that brought you here to, to Ogden to become a Wildcat? So actually, when I started my recruiting process, I kind of went through this one coach. It, it's a facility called Powerline, and it was really open to just softball players. So you could do hitting lessons there, pitching lessons. And there was a, um, a coach there that helped you with recruiting. So she had played college ball, and she was actually a college coach, and she played nationally. So she knew a lot of the coaches personally, which allowed her to talk to them and like communicate with the coaches for the players because you know with recruiting there's a lot of like restrictions so she actually introduced me to Weber and she knew coach Amicone personally and based on the things that I wanted out of college and out of softball and as far as like an atmosphere she helped direct me to Weber State so as far as like getting introduced to the area I think it was through her name is Michelle Hawkins it was through her her connection with coach Amicone and I mean she knew me personally obviously so she you know, I'd be a good fit there. So, yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that you are indeed a great fit for this Wildcat team. And everybody here is <laughs> excited and thrilled that you chose Weber State. So during the recruiting process, was there ever like an aha moment? Like the, the moment that you just knew that you had to come to, to Weber State? It was on my unofficial visit. So I visited twice. It was the first time that I went to Weber. And I don't know. It's really hard to explain. It's just kind of like, you know, feeling of home, I guess. I visited a couple schools um, before visiting Weber and I don't know, it was just kind of felt right. I don't know. So I'm sorry, that's a terrible explanation, but it just felt right. So I would say on my first official visit. 
That's good. We're again, I mean, everybody's super thrilled that you're here in Ogden. You've been such a huge part of this team and your, your freshman year, you played kind of sparingly. And then your sophomore year, you saw a huge jump in your production. You led the team in slugging percentage, on base percentage, home runs, RBIs, you led in pretty much everything. <laughs> so in that off season between your freshman and sophomore year, can you take us back to that time and kind of what, what went into that off season? What, what made you take that jump between your freshman and sophomore years? So my freshman year, as you said, I didn't get a lot of playing time. I did pinch run and pinch it um, several times, but me being as competitive as I am, I didn't get um, the playing time that I wanted. One of the things that helped fuel me was my dad, actually. He really helped me figure out a really healthy way with coping with everything and being able to push myself to have um you know, a better season my sophomore year and to be able to start. Um, he made me realize that uh, my competition wasn't with, you know, the other third baseman because that's where I wanted to play. Um, the other third baseman or anyone else on the team, it was with myself. And um, just realizing that I had to be the best me that, you know, I could be and being the best player that I could be. So I think he allowed me to just kind of blossom. And he helped me during that summer um, just kind of realized that and helped me work really hard. And, um, we would have a lot of talks and just, you know, reflect on my freshman year. And, um, you know, he would just allow me to remember that feeling of, you know, me wanting to play and just channeling that into, um, hitting the fields and, um, working out and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I think going into my sophomore year, like maybe towards the end, it was really hard for me to realize why I didn't play my freshman year. Um, but I had to realize that I was working hard for the next year. You know, I think that's the hardest lesson you can learn. And I think I also finally realized that I really wasn't ready my freshman year. And, um, but yeah, so I really give credit to my dad and my mom for <laughs> putting up with my dad and I. But yeah, I think just that whole process of um, kind of letting the season before just kind of fuel um, that energy and that passion to want to start. So, yeah. Well, the credit goes all around. And I think that every single one of you earned it because you showed up in that sophomore season 2019. <laughs> And it was a huge season for the school and for the Big Sky Conference. That's the season that Weber State went to the NCAA tournament and ended up getting the first victory mm -hmm. in school history, in Big Sky Conference history, in the NCAA tournament. So let's talk a little bit about making it to the big dance. Uh, Y'all make it out of the Big Sky. You win the conference championship. How different do you feel the competition is switching from conference play and then going to to national competition playing against other schools that you're not so familiar with yeah it definitely is a very different feeling and I mean just being on that stage at UCLA it was very different which is something we had to get used to really quickly um I remember it was funny we were playing our first game I think and I was like oh crap like <laughs> we're on television like I don't think I can make I don't like I feel like I can't make a mistake like everyone's watching me but you know, it was just very different, but uh, I don't know. I, it was just so magical and like electric and, you know, like growing up playing softball, like that's all you ever wanted. And like to be in that moment was just, it was so amazing. And to be in that moment with those girls, like it was just, 
undescribable. Um, as far as the competition, um, our coach Amicone really does a good job at making sure that we don't make the game bigger than it actually is, you know, just because these teams are, um, you know, maybe in better conferences, you know, we're still the same. We were state, we're still going to bring our best, you know, and I feel like, um, with conference, you know, because we've done so well for the past, like so many years, I feel like we've had a target on our back. And so I feel like going to the NCAA regionals, I feel like we just took that target and put it on our competitions back. So I think just overall, we did a really good job at, you know, just being our best, no matter who we play and making them um, make sure that they remember who Weber State is, you know, just putting ourselves on the map. So unfortunately, around that time frame, Weber State Weekly wasn't around or else we would have asked you this question about two years ago. But take us back to that Fullerton game when you all got that win. It was 7-3 following the UCLA game. I mean, what's what was the mood around the team after you all got your first victory in the NCAA tournament? Oh, it! oh, my gosh, it was just so indescribable. I could not have been more proud of that team. It like, you know, and it's something that no one can ever take away from us. Um, it's not like it was that was that f- the first um, game that Weber State won. It was the first game that anyone in the Big Sky Conference won. And just the fact that we were able to do it. I mean, it was just insane. I remember Lauren hitting that home run. I think it was more towards the middle of the game. And I don't know. It was just like, we all knew that we could do it. It was just a matter of when. So it was just, oh my gosh, I don't know. I get goosebumps thinking about it, but it was just absolutely amazing. I, I, I'm sure everyone was on cloud nine and it was just a huge, 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 huge accomplishment. So I, just so proud just because we worked so hard and uh, yeah it's so great when everything just comes together it's there's nothing better I mean like those are the moments that you live for like in sports so it was just so surreal being a part of it actually so it was just it was too great but yeah a historic moment for the entire university not just the softball team so yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely goosebumps for pretty much everybody in wildcat nation thinking back to that day in 2019 so let's fast forward a little bit, go to 2020. Y'all get your feet wet. You, you played a few games. Uh, mm. You know, you, you had a lot of competition early on in the season, but it was an abbreviated season for obvious reasons. Coronavirus struck, the season's called off, and all of a sudden there's just all this uncertainty that I'm, I'm fairly confident in saying that you've never faced in your softball career. Mm. So what what's your mindset going into that off season? You know, everything's called off for COVID. What's going through your mind? Um, it was definitely very sad. Um, just all around not being able to be with my teammates and especially for the seniors that were supposed to have, um, you know, their last season with us. Um, I don't think there was ever a more deserving senior class and just the fact that um, they were ripped from that opportunity and like for us to celebrate them properly and to have that um, just classic ending. Um, And just like with everything that they've done for our culture um, for Weber state softball. And it was just very devastating to not be able to celebrate them and play with them and play with my best friends. So it was, yeah, it was really heartbreaking, Um, especially because um, the night that we figured out, we were like, okay, it's over. Like it's done. Like 
holy cow, like we're not going to be teammates with, um, I think there were about like four or five seniors at the time. Like we were like, oh, we're not going to be teammates with you anymore. And we had no idea what they were going to do for eligibility yet because it was just all so new. And yeah, it was just complete and utter heartbreak because, you know, we're talking about what we did um, the previous year and we were just so excited to just top that year and just to continue doing um, what we did the previous year. But it was just absolutely devastating all around. And, you know, I think it really shed light on how important softball is to all of us. And it did bring us together that summer um, and just realizing how grateful we are for softball, just to even be on the field, not even um, to be like champions or to win a regional game. It was just the fact that we were able to step on that field. So I think it really made us all that much more grateful, but I think we did have a lot of growing pains um, when we initially found out about COVID. Um, it was a shock, denial, and yeah, I think, um, you know, we fight tooth and nail on the field, and our coaches were prepared, prepared to fight tooth and nail in order for the season not to end, so we were really appreciative of that too, but yeah, it was just uh, the most devastating thing, and not even for just our school, for, you know, the country all around so it was just a really really sad time so yeah yeah we very, think very softball sad. has i mean the, the whole program is feeling this gigantic surge of momentum you've won i mean what like a million conference championships in a row now and so there's there's all this momentum and then all of a sudden things get cut short and yeah mm. I'm, I'm sure that that was heartbreaking for everybody involved that takes us into this season coming off the heels of COVID and of a shortened season in 2020. And Chloe, it seems like you've picked up right where you left off, uh, <laughs> both at the plate and in the field. So at the plate, I wanted to ask you about your, your batting mentality because you're leading the team in RBIs. And so what is it that you, you see runners in scoring position? What, what is it that just allows you to be such a clutch hitter for this team this season? Um, I don't know. Just first of all, you are so nice. So thank you for saying all this stuff. Um, honestly, when I hear you say all this stuff, I kind of don't even know that I am doing it just because I feel like there's, you know, we have so many girls on the team that contribute so much. So I feel like they help me, um, do a lot of this stuff. Um, and I feel like when I am up to bat, you know, like you said, like runners in scoring position, I just, I feel like I don't even really think about it. Like my teammates do such a great job at just simplifying the game and making sure like I don't try and do too much. And it's so nice because I know every single one of our teammates could do um, the job. It does, it doesn't just have to be me. So I think that takes a lot of weight off of my shoulders. Um, and yeah, just continue on that. Just they support me so much and we support all of each other. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I do best when I just don't think and I just kind of see ball, hit ball, just like that same simple mentality. Um, I know like sometimes like in my head, um, I get very competitive and sometimes it's just best for me to think like, Oh, they think you can't do it. Like, let's prove them wrong. Like that type of mentality. But I feel like, again, like my teammates are so amazing and I feel like we do 
such a great job all together, making sure like the pressure doesn't fall all on one person or we're just all in this together. Like, I'm not sure if um, you've heard this or if anyone else on the podcast has talked about this, but we have this saying now, um, our mental, not mental, our kind of like psychologist coach guy. I'm not really sure what to call him, but um, his name is Riley Jensen and he meets with us just to talk about softball um, and like the mental aspect of it. And he gave us this really awesome quote. It's sometimes me, sometimes you, but it's always us. So it doesn't matter who does it, but it's just always us as a team. So I think just all the, like all around, just my teammates support and everything like that just kind of helps uplift me and just uplift all of us um, to be the best that we can. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's fair to say that your, your approach and taking things simple, see ball, hit ball at the plate, it's certainly paying off. You've been a, an excellent hitter these last few years for Weber state, but you're not just doing it with your bat. You're doing it with the leather as well. Earlier this season, one of your teammates ended up getting sick and you had to switch from third base to left field, kind of in a pinch. How difficult has that transition been for you? Um, thankfully I have played left field. Um, I played left field. Uh, quite a bit actually in travel ball and so that's kind of why they stuck me out there is because I I've had had experience um but I mean I again like I just try and keep it simple and again I have Mia in center Casey and Wright and just all the coaches and teammates as well helping um guide me out there so I'm definitely not doing it alone um but I think yeah just keeping it simple and like trying not to get too nervous because it isn't I've never played left field at, um here at Weber State so it definitely is different but thankfully I am still on the same side the left side but I think um it's not it's not too different so yeah that's good that is good. And you've been doing well, no matter where, uh, where coach Amicone sticks you on the field. So that's excellent on, on your part and great for the program as well. And last weekend, the program obviously had another huge historic weekend, uh, in softball when you and the Wildcats went out and you clinched another regular season conference championship, the five Pete at home against Portland state. But, from the vibes that we get from the program, from, you know, talking to people that are involved with the softball team, it seems like your eyes weren't just set on the regular season conference title. So can you tell us a little bit about what the team's focus is this season? Like where, how far do you see this team going? Oh, I'm expecting to go far. <laughs> like I said, we just want to continue to do better and, with that 2019 season, we still have that in our minds and we want to um, do better than that this next year. Um, I think we have really high expectations and just overall like trust and belief that like we can do anything we set our minds to. Um, yeah, that championship was awesome. That was so great. I feel like we have so many, not true freshmen, but we kind of have a lot of girls that haven't been able to play in a conference um, uh, yet because of COVID last year. So a lot of them didn't even get to see a conference game. So for us to be able to get this championship again is just, is just great. And it's just like, we picked up where, you know, we left off and it's just so great that we, you know, get to continue to do this with our young girls. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, after, uh, clenching the 
um, conference championship. I, I think now our focus is on the, um, tournament. So I think that's been a definite focus. Um, today at practice, we kind of, um, switched it. We congratulated ourselves, you know, we took some time, but then it's like, okay, on to the next thing. Um, so I think we are definitely still very humble and we're excited to get a, like, you know, play the tournament and do well there too. So I think it was a huge accomplishment, but you know, we got to move on to the next thing, but yeah. That's right. And the regular season is not quite over yet. Still a game against Utah and then a few games on the road in Montana before you all return home and host the Big Sky Conference Championship at Wildcat Softball Field. So we encourage all Wildcats, students, alumni alike, to make a trip out to the scenic, beautiful Wildcat Softball Field and see Chloe Camarero and her teammates go for another conference tournament championship and try to get back to where they belong in the NCAA tournament. Chloe Camarero, thank you so much for joining Weber State Weekly. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Again, you guys are awesome. You guys are so nice. Thank you. Hey, Wildcat fans. This episode of Weber State Weekly is sponsored by Wildcat Rack. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind, officially licensed Weber State apparel, Wildcat Rack is the place. All the designs and apparel are made right here in Weber County by people who know and love the purple and white. Check out the latest designs by going to their website, wildcatrack.com, and be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram for new designs and sneak peeks as they become available. Now, back for more Weber State Weekly. All right, that was an excellent interview with Chloe Camarero, giving us some insight into the team. Uh, this softball program is really rolling right now, and everybody in Wildcat Nation should be getting behind them. If you haven't already, lots of winning going on in Ogden. So sports are coming to a close, especially after softball is done here in just a few weeks. And so our format here at Weber State Weekly on the podcast is going to look a little bit different than it has in, in weeks past. We're still going to be bringing you weekly content. We'll still be in your podcast feed, but it's not going to look like our shows have traditionally looked. We're going to be doing some deep dives into Weber State Athletics history. We're also going to be trying to get some interesting and big name interviews to join us on the show and talk about their experiences with Weber State Athletics. So we've got, we still have a lot going on, but with Weber State Sports kind of hitting a little bit of an off season right now, if you will, things are just going to look a little bit different. So with that, we're going to be taking a look ahead to the calendar of Weber State Athletics and what they have ahead uh, this week. And it's starting to get a little bit slim. There's not a whole lot going on, but there are three softball games, big softball games to finish out the regular season for Mary Kay Amicone and Company. They're heading up to Missoula, Montana to take on the Grizz. They've got a doubleheader on Friday, uh, May 7th, and you can find that one on WatchBigSky.com, Pluto TV, Channel 1056. First game starts at 3 p.m., and then there's the quick turnaround at 5 p.m. where they'll be playing the second part of that doubleheader. And then Saturday at 1 p.m., they're going to be playing the final game of that three-game series in Missoula. And that will wrap things up for the softball regular season. And then they're going to be coming back home May 13th through 15th at the Wildcat softball field for the Big Sky Conference Championship. So softball season is coming to an end here, but we're going to be here covering these ladies and their 5P. Tons of success for this softball program. We're going to be here for the regular season and the Big Sky Conference Championships. And wherever things take us after that, Weber State Weekly is going to have you covered. Also want to remind you to subscribe to Weber State Weekly wherever you listen to podcasts, 
Weber State Weekly is there. You can find us on WeberStateWeekly.com and listen to our podcast there. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please go there, subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know what you think of the show. Help us get into the ears of as many people as possible and help us grow Weber State Wildcat Nation. So with that, we'll close things out and say until next week, Weber State, Weber State, great, great, great. Go Wildcats. Weber State Weekly is a Deep State Media production. It's produced by Colby Peterson. It's directed and edited by Dan Martinez.